What's up, BC Beauties and BC Gents? It's your host, Donshay Bates, and I am back with another podcast episode on today. It is Monday, so you know what time it is. That's right. It's time for Men of Monday. So come in the room and let's jump right in, okay? Today's title is going to be titled, Meet Me Halfway. Now, this message is coming um, based out of the book of John chapter 4. I really encourage you all to go back and read it for yourselves, okay? The Lord has really blessed me from this message, okay? Specifically so, the Lord is requiring your faith in this season, okay? He's requiring us to check our heart posture and make sure that it is in a place of thanksgiving, okay? It is in a place of thanksgiving, Meaning you have already received what it is that you know is for you. Okay? You should be thanking God for that thing. But unfortunately, the Lord has revealed to me that some of us, and I say some of us because I too had to be processed through this so that I can get up on here and give y'all this word. Okay? Um, nevertheless, I'm going to read to y'all just a little bit of the story um, um, as far as Jesus heals the official's son. And it is out of the book of John chapter 4. I'm going to start at verse um, 47 and we'll stop at verse 53. Okay. And it reads, when this man heard Jesus had arrived to Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come heal his son who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official says, sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on his way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. Now, I want to pause right there because this is a perfect pause and point. Okay. And what I want to speak about specifically is the fact that one, if we back up, the official had been around when Jesus had performed the miracle of turning water into wine. And I say that to say that some of us have already seen God's hand in our life. We've seen him show up in bigger moments where we needed food and there was nothing to eat. We've seen him show up when we needed money for gas and and he came through, whether it was because somebody bought something we were selling or somebody needed a ride and it just blessed us, right? We've already seen what the Lord can do. And the good part about it was that the official knew to go back to Jesus. He knew the man to go to. Okay, we know we know how to get down on our knees and pray. We know who we need to go see when we need to move a mountain. But what the Lord was reminding me and revealing to me in this moment, in this specific text, is that some people will never believe unless they're seeing the signs and the wonders. And that is not the... What, what he's wanting from us, he's wanting our faith. He's wanting to see you step out so that he can meet you halfway. Okay? And in this specific moment of the story, you know, Jesus had told him, the guy was practically begging. He's like, sir, calm down before, you know, my child dies. And Jesus had told him, go, your son will live. Okay, and while the man was on his journey back to his son, okay, back to the house to go see 
because it said that he took Jesus at his word. While he was on his way, the official servants ended up meeting him to tell him that his son had gotten better. Okay? And to me, I don't know about y'all, BC family, but if that's not meeting halfway, I don't know what is. And as, as if we carry on in verse 52, let's start there. It says, when, when they said to him, talking to the official, yesterday, you know what, let me back up a little more. 51, it says, while he was still on his way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Okay, did y'all just see that? Literally, the miracle had took place yesterday. That's when the fever had left him. Come on, let's follow on. And it says, then the father realized that this was the exact time which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and read this last little portion. It says, so he and the his whole household believed. Okay, so you got to know that these things that you're praying for, these things that you're wanting to see come to pass, it's deeper than you. This is this is deeper than you. God is just using you as the vessel so that he can get the glory, so that people around you can believe. People working alongside you are going to be able to say, you know what, I worked with this person and I remember they were talking all that crazy faith stuff and I remember they kept talking about them being the first one to be debt free in their family and they were going to be the first one to be married with a family, um, you know, out of their bloodline. And it, it may have seemed crazy, but because you stepped out and you and you prayed to the Lord and you held on to that crazy faith, the Lord ended up blessing you. So that the people around you could believe. And what I want to specifically point out about this part of the story was that the the father, the official, had realized that the healing had taken place at the exact time Jesus had told him that he would be healed. So what I want to say is that your faith matters. Okay, you don't have to always see a miracle, a sign, a wonder. You don't have to see something taking place for you to believe, for you to start walking. Okay, Jesus told him to go. Jesus told him to go. It was in the going that the healing was already complete. The man hadn't even got to the house yet, and people were already coming to tell him, hey, it's already done. The moment that Jesus spoke that thing and said that your son will be healed, he was healed in an instant. So just because you don't see the Lord all over that situation right in front of your eyes, just because you didn't feel like God walked you up to the door of that thing and pointed out every godly thing about it does not mean that it's not of God. Does not mean that God's hand is not in and on the situation. Okay? So in this season, BC family, I'm really going to encourage you to check your heart posture. Because when you're truly in the heart posture of trusting God or trusting anybody in that matter, if a relative told you, you know, I'm going to buy you these shoes and um, you have a good rapport with them, you know, they have always brought and came through the promises that they have promised you, such as 
our Father God who sends in heaven. He's always come through for you. You got to look around. Look around where you are right now. If you're sitting in your car, he's come through for you. If you're listening to this in your kitchen, look around in your home. He's come through for you. If you're at work, look around. He's come through for you. And when you know that somebody is going to come through for you, you're already in a heart posture of thanksgiving because you trust and you know they got me. Okay? And that is what the Father is wanting you to remember before you even see this thing. That he has you. Okay? You don't have to see that thing before you receive that thing. You just got to know. Okay? So, BC family, make sure that you are checking your heart posture. Okay? And some of you who have already, you know, been through your season of training and preparation, waiting, and all of these things, just know that some of you are getting ready to be met halfway, okay? God has seen you working. God has seen you pushing. God has seen you submitting, um, you know, to him instead of your flesh, wanting to do the things that you wanted to do. God has seen it all, okay? And, and because of your diligence and because of, you know, your consistency, even on days that is hard, God is like, okay, my child, they have been through enough. I'm getting ready to meet them halfway. I'm getting ready to send them help. I'm getting ready to send them somebody who's going to bless them with furniture. I'm getting ready to send them somebody who's going to sow into them and make sure that they can make it to this next level that I have graced them for, okay? And, and remember, it's not because of anything that we deserve, you may have done a good job. You may have been walking upright in righteousness. You may not have knocked somebody's head off when you wanted to. But guess what? That's what you signed up for when you signed up for this walk with Christ. You signed up for a life of righteousness, okay? Not saying that the Father won't reward good behavior. But I want you to know that there's nothing that we could have ever done to be deserving of everything that God is getting ready to bless you with, except for your obedience to the Father, okay? Okay, so know that this is bigger than you. Know that God is going to do this for you and for the people around you to see that, hey, you know what? I might need to go ahead and believe in God. You know, they do seem to be happier than me. You know, they do seem to be, be meeting their bills and meeting ends and all of these different things. Their family you know, did seem to turn around after last year because I remember every family function that I went and visited with them, they was fighting. But this year is a little different. Okay? So step out on faith, BC family, and know that God is ready to meet you halfway. You got to give him something to work with, okay? Something to work with. All right. So I just wanted to get on here and share that word of encouragement on this Monday. I pray that everybody has a great, blessed, feel, prosperous day. And until next time, BC family, know that I love you all and peace. Okay.